All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Posios Picks. In today's episode, we got a little bonus episode for you guys. You guys know we do one of these every year. We've got the college basketball futures episode. You guys know I love the futures. We smacked a bunch of these last year. To help me out in today's episode, we got Parker joining us. Parker, thank you. Welcome, man. man. Parker, finally in person, has been a frequent college football guest this year. But college basketball is a little bit of our bread and butter. So we're, we're going to get into it. Parker's here in person. Uh, I'm excited for this one. we got a lot of stuff to go over. A lot of stuff to cover. Some, some conferences, some winners, Michigan right. State basketball, and then maybe some national title picks too. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, there, we've, we've got a lot to go over. Um, we're going to start with some conference winners. Um, conference winners have been a big – Big help for me lately, um, especially last year. I Duke plus 200 to win the ACC. That was one of my biggest plays in my life, and, and that cashed. The big thing about these conference winners, and this is why I recommend them to everybody, there's good value, and they cash. If you hit them, they cash the weekend before the tournament. So you get some bankroll right before the tournament. Nothing you can complain about there. Um, so we're going to start with the ACC. And it's a little bit chalk, and I'm a little bit scared of it, Parker, but I think I'm going to take Carolina. I think I have to take them. Duke is a really young team. They're really the only other team that I can see competing with them, but I like the experience of Carolina. I like Carolina, too. Um, I mean, you got too many guys coming back. I mean, yeah. You got, you got Bake, Baycott, whatever his name is, Baycott. Mm-hmm. You got you know you got Caleb Love who I love I like a lot he's one of my favorite players in the whole NCAA, um, R.J. Davis and then Leaky Black so a great defender for that team. Yeah. I mean I I just don't see them slowing down. I think they're going to continue their their great run from last year. Um, Hubert Davis is a, I mean he coaches ass off. They went seventeen and four to end the season last yeah. year. That's unbelievable. Um, and I know you know so, a lot of teams like UCLA two years ago. Sometimes they fall off, you know, like last year they fell off a little bit mm-hmm. after making the Final Four. But I just don't see it this year. I really don't. I think with Duke, it's they got a couple good players, you know. They got uh, Derek Woodhead, who's mm-hmm. a solid, solid guard coming. Yeah. And then uh, you got the center, number one overall yeah. in their class. Um, you know, I just I think they're just they're going to be too young. And I, I agree with you. I think a new head coach, it's a new era there. Coach K's gone. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of decisions to make too, so – um, you know, they, they got an injury to Derek Woodhead right now. What are they going to do with the three spot and the four spot? They get a transfer from, uh, I think, Northwestern that's, that could compete for some minutes. So it's going to be interesting how they play it out there. But, yeah, I agree. I think really the only other team that could really compete with them was probably Duke. Yeah. So I know. I, I that That's my philosophy, too. Like, it's a new era at Duke. I think Shire is going to be fine. He's a really good recruiter. And, I mean, it's Duke. They're always, they're always going to get the best guys no matter what. But – this Carolina team has that experience, and I think it's a little bit different from the UCLA run because UCLA just kind of came out of nowhere and had a really good run in the tournament. That's true. Carolina had a strong end to the year. They finally put the pieces together, and I think now they're going to be ready to go. Also, speaking of some Big Ten play, North Carolina added Pete Nance over the summer. That's who it was, Pete yeah. Nance. Yeah. Yep. That's a big the big addition right there. Right. North Carolina adds him. I mean, he's probably going to start, honestly. And, and even if he comes off the bench, I mean, he's he's going to be a big factor for them. He, he's this really solid defender. He's, he's he's great down low in the paint and he gets a lot of boards. So yeah. that's going to help him out a lot. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I I like Carolina to win the ACC. I mean, looking at the board, Carolina's plus 135 to win the ACC. Duke is plus 200, and then you got a big drop-off, Virginia plus 650. So I don't think anyone else is going to compete besides those two. No, I don't really – I don't get the Virginia hype at all. I see a lot of people saying they're going to have a comeback year. They just didn't have, didn't have good talent, and they're all coming back. I just don't see how they're going to get any better. I guess a sleeper team for me in the ACC is a team that no one's really talking about. They went to the Elite Eight last year and played close with the defending national champs is Miami. Yeah. They got a couple guys coming back. Isaiah Wong, who's a you know potential you know first round pick in yeah. the NBA. Yeah, he's good. First team all preseason for ACC. He's a really solid player. And then they got that big guy too, number fifty. I'm forgetting his name, white guy, but he's coming back. They got a couple guys coming back, and 
Coach Larinaga is still coaching his ass off. Yeah. So look out for them. They're going to make a little bit of noise, but, again, I just don't see them competing with the likes of Duke and North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So that the ACC, uh, I think, I mean, it's kind of a shame that no one else is really going to compete. It's going to be North Carolina and Duke again. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, I, I think Miami, like, late in the season, if Carolina or Duke goes to Miami, that's going to be a tough game. It's a big that's game. It's going to be a tough game. Yeah. So um, that's big. Moving on. Parker, I know we talked about this one a little bit last night, and I'm glad we saved it a little bit. I'm going to go to the A-10, and I love Dayton, Parker. I love them. Plus 160 to win the A-10. They got a lot of guys coming back. They're ready to go. It's really surprising. Dayton, if you look at Dayton, they're one of the only teams in college basketball that kept most of their team around. They didn't have to go into the portal. They built the guys. They built that chemistry. They struggled with some injuries last year, but I think this year they're going to be ready to go. I agree. Uh, you know, they got that Malachi Smith guy. Yeah. Who's, he's, I heard he's going to be injured for the first couple games, yeah. which might hurt them. But, again, I, like, I, like you said, they got major key pieces coming back from the team last year. Mm. They got a great young head coach there. Yeah. And I guess they didn't really go to the tr- uh, transfer portal as much, but – I like them a lot this year. They they pulled off one of probably one of the biggest upsets against Kansas last year. Yeah. And when that I think it was the Atlantic. I mean they're they're a solid team and they're gonna make some noise this year. I, I like them to win as well. Mm-hmm. The A ten. So Yeah, they're young too. Like that I think they only have one or two seniors on the whole team. A lot of those guys coming back are sophomores and juniors. So they're you know, they're well acclimated. They're gonna be ready to go. And and I really like them at plus one sixty to win. I mean the only other team it's kind of an ACC scenario. The only other team that's going to be able to compete with them, I think, is St. Louis at plus 230. They've got some players on that squad too. But I, I love Dayton. I really do. And the fact that they are they were young last year, made a little bit of noise. Now they had a summer to put things together. Like you said, Malachi Smith, is it's, he's going to come he's back a little bit yeah. later. But he's really good. And and I like I just like Dayton. Shout out to Tom too. Shout out to the Flyers. Shout out Flyers. Yeah, they're they're gonna make some noise, I think. And I like that they're gonna be in the conference winners parlay. That a hundred percent. I love that value. I like that. I like how you mentioned St. Louis or a team that people have talked about. They got the uh, the nation leader in assists per game coming back. I forgot his name, but he's a solid player. Um, and I think they got a couple guys from the transfer portal. So, mm-hmm. but they they have a super tough schedule to start off. Um, I was looking at. It, I think they played. I think they played Dayton early in the season, and then I think they go and then they play. I think it's Kansas, and then they play another tough team. That's all in the first three weeks. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll find out a lot about them. And I think again, another team you got to look out for is right up my screen is Loyola Chicago. Um, Drew Valentine, head coach there, second year. Yeah. Um, hopefully not the next head coach to Michigan State. It I might hope be, not. That might be you know a hot take to some, but he's a great defensive minded coach and. He's got a couple players coming back. You know, obviously the little white guy number four right here on my screen. I forgot his name, but good player. Yeah, he's a Oakland so, transfer. Yeah, right. Solid shooter. I mean, and they'll they'll be good defensively again. I just, you know, I don't see them being great offensively. So, but they're a team that could probably compete a little bit. But I mean, other than that, I don't really see the other team. Davidson had a sweet season last year with yeah. Foster Lawyer. Um, well, I'm not going to get into how much I hate him, <laughs> but. They, you know, a great shooting team, but I, they don't, they, they don't come back. All, they're not on no, all yeah. of them, so they're they're gonna fall off. But yeah, give me Dayton. So. Yeah, plus one sixty. I I love that value. This is the thing with, with these futures. That's why I love futures. The value is just incredible. You're getting all these. Oh my God. You're getting all these teams at plus money to win their conference, and if they have a good season, it mm. should really be easy. Okay, so I mean, a lot of people are gonna come to this video strictly for this, Parker. We're gonna get into the big time before we wow, get in. Okay. Before we get into picking a winner, I want to I want to talk about Michigan State basketball okay. first. All right. So, MSU basketball. Obviously, we lose our top three scorers in the off season. I mean, we got to replace a you know who I thought should have been a Wooden Award candidate from the second he stepped on campus, Gabe Brown. You know, it's it's gonna to be tough to replace him. Max Christie leaves early. A shock to some, including me. I, I couldn't believe that he left. And then we lose Bingham. Um, we're returning. I mean, you know, we got Tyson Walker coming back. We got Hogard coming back. We got good guards coming back. The big question mark, Parker, and I know, I mean, obviously you know, the big question mark is going to be down low. How do you think that we're going to be able to hold up, especially 
Now we're talking about the Big Ten. We've got bigs everywhere in the Big Ten. Edie, Dickinson, Trace Jackson Davis. I mean, what's going to happen? Well, I mean, I again, for people out there, you know, that was all sar- sarcasm about the one award in Gabe Brown. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Max Christie, complete lunatic. He's not, he's in the G League now, not even playing for the Lakers. So. And they stink. Right. So that just goes to show you how much he sucked. Um, I mean, yeah, you hit it on the head. I think this year is – this is going to be an interesting year. I think this is going to be Izzo's worst team he's ever had, in my in my mind. Um, you got you know obviously the backcourt's probably going to be our best part of the, you yeah. know, the squad. You know you got Tyson Walker, who is my favorite player on the team. I think he just he's got to find a shot every single time he gets on the floor and gets down on the offense. Hopefully, H.E. Holgard improves. You know I I'm a little skeptical because he still doesn't have a shot, but he's really quick off the ball and on the ball. So he can probably drive and you know give you a couple buckets. Good in the defender lane. too. Good defender too. Same with Tyson, underrated defender. Yeah. And th- those are probably gonna be the two strengths of our team. Jay Nakins, you know, hopefully he's healthy enough where he doesn't have a lingering issue with his ankle. And you know, if he if he ends up if he ends up not playing tonight, they play against Northern Arizona tonight. That's fine. Just get him healthy for Gonzaga. But he's gonna have to have his breakout year if they want to have any shot of you know at least making the tournament or going deep. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's all down low. I mean. I'm I'm really curious to see what Izzo does with the four and five spot. If he goes with Malik Hall and Joey Hauser, or he goes with Hall and then Sissoko. I mean, honestly, I don't really think it's going to matter. Um, you know, I'd rather have you know Sissoko out there get two fouls and Hauser out there get two fouls early on because it's going to be absolutely awful down low. Sissoko, I've been hearing a lot of hype about him, and I just don't believe one bit about it. Um, he's just not that athletic as people think he is. Um, he can't really rebound. He can't really defend because he gets in foul trouble too much. He just the, this is the thing. I think he's I think he's an athletic person, but he's he the athleticism and the basketball skills don't correlate whatsoever. No, they don't. He's got no ball skills. No. Like you said, he's not a great rebounder. He's not a great shot blocker. He no. sh- he should be an elite shot blocker with his size and his body type. He should be an elite shot blocker, and he's not. So the thing is, too, is he's kind of undersized for his position, too. I think he's only like 6'7", 6'8". So, like, you got guys like Edie and Dickinson are both over 6'10". So that doesn't really help to start. And, again, with him, it's all – for him, it's all been about more on the offensive side. He just literally cannot do anything on offense. He has no footwork. He has no, you know, hooks. He's got nothing. So I just – I don't see – I don't see him having a good year at all. Um, And that's going to be a problem. And it's going to suck for guys like Jackson Kohler, who's – Probably going to end up having a really good career at Michigan State, but, I mean, we're going to have to really rely on him a lot his freshman year. And, yeah. I mean, he's he's solid offensively. He's going to give us a couple of buckets, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Great footwork, great hook shot. But, again, he's more of like Sissoko where he's got slow feet in the paint defensively, and he's going to get absolutely worked by Edie, yeah. Dickinson, and Trace. So, I, know. I yeah. don't know, man. I, I just I think, uh, like you said, in the long run, that's going to be good for us because he's, I mean, like, he's going to get thrown to the Wolves yeah. early. And offensively, I think he'll be okay. But when we get into those games in January and February when we got to go at Purdue, at Indiana, at Minnesota, those tough games, it, it's not going to be good. No, and, I, I don't think it will. And I think what's going to start to happen, I think to start off, I think we're going to try and go down low and establish you know down low and getting buckets in the paint. But I think over time we're just going to have to realize we're not a down low team and we're going to be probably shooting a lot of threes this year. So... That's why I'm really hoping, you know, Tyson Walker shoots a lot and, you know, hopefully with Aikens too. And Hauser, as long as he shoots well. I mean, that's we're, we're going to have to rely a lot on that, and I don't know if that's going to work for us or not. But, I mean, my hot take for this team is I don't think they're making the tournament this year. I really don't think they are. I think they're not that good. Even though the Big Ten's down this year, I just don't see this. Without two, a solid big, and Malik Hall, I mean, yeah, Malik Hall's a great player, but – he know you know Theo. He has some of those Consi- games the consistency where he just goes there. like zero for six, zero for seven, and if he has a game like that, we're gonna get blown out every game. Yeah. So, I just I I just don't see us making the tournament this year. I really don't. There's too many other good teams in other conferences that are just gonna probably be, have better resumes than us, especially with us having a really hard resume to start off with. I mean that's great, but when you go one or two wins in the month of November, that's gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. So, I know I don't and, see it. and people always ask like. Oh, why does Izzo always stack our schedule? Why does he do this? Why does he do that? I like I I don't think we're better than any of the teams we're about to play. We're not. No, we're not better. No, we're not. No. But 
Izzo is also smart because if somehow we can squeak out a win against one of these younger teams, that looks good on our resume. And if we lose, we were supposed to lose that game, so it doesn't really hurt us. Yeah. It's more it's more of a win-win situation for us because we get good experience against those teams. I, everyone knows how I feel about Joey. Uh, I mean, we really need him to have a good year. Obviously, it's a confidence issue. Because if he makes his first couple shots, he looks good. Oh, yeah. We saw it in the Davidson game last year. Yep. We saw it in the Michigan game. Minnesota you know, game. Yeah, he heats up, and, and he plays well. Defensively, I think it's going to be a bit of concern because, I he's mean. He's a liability. He is. He looks better, like, body-wise. He looks like he's even slimmer. But that doesn't help us at all down low. No. So, I, I, I don't know. I I think this team can make the tournament. I, I think they can, Parker. Things just have to get put together, and I know we're relying on a lot of things to work. I mean, we, we were, we're really going to have to need a, a big season out of Jay Nakins, which I think he can have. Yeah. But I don't know. It's the, the problem is the bigs. I know, I, and that, and that's the issue in the Big Ten because, like, against some other teams, like when you look in the, the SEC and the Pac-12, the bigs aren't as good. I think the bigs in the Big Ten are, are the best in the country, and that's going to be an issue because if, if we – lose a couple bad games we drop one or two at home that's not going to help us at all no i know and to go back to your point about like scheduling i agree I, I think it's great he does that but i think he's scheduled too many like a week games this year like yeah. too many and like normally if we say we had a team like the adrian Payne, gary you know gary harris team right i'm fine with that because i know they're going to make the tournament mm-hmm. no problem but his potentially his worst team ever and it's his hardest schedule ever yeah, that, and that just that's not a good look for us. And man. two it's out not. of the first three games are against probably the two best bigs in college right, basketball. Right, exactly. So. Uh, Jashibwe and Timmy. So yeah. that's great. I mean, uh, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be a struggle defensively against Dickinson and, and Edie, and they're just going to keep feeding them consistently, and that's going to open up shots eventually for the three. So offensively, I'm not as worried. Um, I think we're going to score a decent amount of points, but I think defensively we're going to be very, very bad. Can we go so. 500? In Big Ten play? Yeah. Um, I could. I don't think we'll go five. I think we'll go two games below 500. Okay. So we got the is zone, Parker. It's a I, factor. I get that, but again, I think you have to you have to factor in our hard non-conference, and so that's yeah. a, that's going to kill us in the end. I feel like so. I don't know. A lot Let's of see. questions, obviously. Yeah. Things got to happen. It's early. Um, I mean, of, of course, I'm going to watch every single game. I know you are. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm going to watch it. And I, I, and I know most games this month are going to – I know what the outcome is going to be, but yeah. whatever. It is what it is. So At least we're playing on an aircraft carrier for the troops. Right. It, it's all for the people. All for the troops, yeah. people, okay? That's all that matters. That's so. right. Okay. Um, well, going deeper into actually talking about the Big Ten, there is our Michigan State talk. Um. I'm going to take Indiana, Parker. I, I mean, they're bringing a lot of guys back. Trace Jackson Davis returns. I think he's going to be one of the better players in the Big Ten. People are like, why is he coming back? First of all, it's clear that he'd be horrible in the NBA. He's got no jump shot. He's just one of those guys, just like Dickinson, great college player, not going to be good in the NBA. I wouldn't yep. leave either. Yep. Indiana's returning those guys. I mean, they've got they've got guys coming back at every single position. Do they have all five starters back? I'm gonna check right now. I don't think they do, but I know they have Race Howard coming back. I know mm-hmm. they got their their guard. I think number zero. I forgot what his name was. Um, they got uh, what's his name, Phil Phillyman, who's a, a solid uh, solid six man at guard. Mm-hmm. Trace obviously, and then who's that white guy they have? You know what I'm talking about? That guard. They have the shift. He's pretty shifty. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, what's his name here? I'll, yeah, I'll, I'm looking up right I'll pull now. It up. But, but I mean, uh, like I said, I think Indiana wins the Big Ten just because obviously you touched on it. The Big Ten's in a down year. Um, the second favorite is Michigan, which is a little bit surprising to me. Not so much. Um, but I mean, they got guys coming back. Xavier Johnson's coming back. Um, like you said, Race Thompson's back. Trey Galloway. Is the Trey Galloway? That's that his guard. Name. Yep, yep, yep. You know they got guys coming back. They have Trace, um, Miller, Cop too is a good player, a good shooter. I mean Indiana's going to be able to make some noise, and whenever Indiana's good, it, it's a really hard place to play. 
Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's Assembly Hall is the top five environment in all college basketball. Yeah. I mean it's going to be Brock in there almost every single game. Like you said, Mike Woodson came back. He came back for a reason to mm-hmm. coach there because he wants to win one for his alma mater. Um, I don't know if you mentioned the yeah, Xavier Johnson. I think you you said yeah. his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the guard. He's he's very solid. He's pretty shifty. Um, looking right now, thirty eight point three percent three point percentage. That's not terrible. Um, so he, I think he's going to get a lot of shots up in the backcourt. Um, I mean, yeah, look, this is the favorite. This is the favorite. Everyone's predicting them to win the Big Ten. Um, you know, the one thing that scares me about this team is that they're just not consistent. They never, they've never been consistent no. in the last, you know, decade. I mean, yeah. um, that's the thing, and that's what Mike Woodson's got to harp on this team if they want to win the the Big Ten. Um, another thing that scares me too is Trey Stetson Davis. He was injured. Mm-hmm. For about a quarter to almost half the season last year, yeah. so you know if he gets hurt again, then they're going to be hurting a lot down low. So because yeah. I, I don't think they have a lot of depth. Um, I know they're bringing in a couple. Um, they're bringing in a couple guys, um, freshmen too, from the uh, that are top 100 guys. Yeah, Jay. Oh yeah, that's right, Jalen Hood Shafino. If you don't know him, he's a very shifty guard, very good shooter. Um, I was watching a little bit of film on him, and he is potential to win the uh, Big Ten Newcomer of the Year. For Indiana, um, I think he's going to start right away, and uh, he, like I said, he could be the Big Ten newcomer in the year, and he's definitely going to make the Big Ten freshman team. Yeah. So that that that's a that's a big key for them too. I forgot about that. So. Yeah, I mean Indiana's going to be good. Michigan's the second favorite at plus three eighty. I don't know if I mentioned Indiana's plus two ninety as the favorite. Okay. So I mean okay. it's it's very clear that there's not a clear clear cut favorite. No. I mean Indiana's up there, but. Michigan coming in second at plus 380. They got Jet Howard coming in. I yeah, mean, trust me, as they, much as it pains me. They have Hunter. You know, I th- they'll be okay. They're going to be good. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it. a lot of these teams in the Big Ten are – it's simple. They're, they're an injury away from being horrible. Yep. If Hunter gets hurt, if Trace Jackson Davis gets hurt, it's going to be hard for these teams to compete. But – Michigan's going to be solid. Um, they're not a bad shout at plus 380. Third favorite is Illinois, Parker. Mm-hmm. You know, they're bringing in mm-hmm. Matthew Meyer, mm-hmm. the boy. They're going to be good. And then you go down the list, Iowa, Ohio State, Purdue, they're all around plus 700, plus 800. So. That's, I think, for me, it's the it's the, th- the first three you mentioned. It's it's either going to be Indiana, Michigan, or Illinois. Yeah. Like you said, they're one – all three of those teams are one injury away from just not being great. and. Mm-hmm. A, a potential French team in the tournament. Michigan's got obviously Hunter coming back, and that's big for them down low. And then obviously Chad Howard, the son of Coach Juwan, he's going to be a, a great. I think he's going to be a, a solid player to start. I think he's going to end up being a really good player for them at the end of the season. Oh yeah, dude, hundred percent. Yeah, Kobe Buffkin coming back, who's didn't he didn't really get a lot of playing time last year, but kind of shine in the tournament a little bit, and he's going to get more playing time. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with Michigan. I, again, I th- they're going to be. I think they're going to be hovering around top. You know, twenty to twenty-five in the country most of the year, mm-hmm. and then Illinois, which I I I don't know. I like Illinois this year. I don't know what it is, but I love their coach, man. He he's a solid coach, and I know they lose. Uh, what's his name? Forgetting the big from last year, Kofi Coburn. Kofi, my gosh, mm-hmm. Kofi Coburn. Yeah, Kofi Coburn. Yeah, that I mean, he was just a menace down low. Yeah. That's a big loss for them. Um, but like, I think Sky Moore. The, uh, you know, Sky we- Clark, Sky Clark. Excuse me, yeah, Sky yeah. Clark, not Sky Moore. Sky Moore, shout out Western Michigan, right. by the way. Sky Moore, West Michigan, my <laughs> bad. Sky Clark uh, coming in, he's a huge addition for them. He's also been getting uh, consideration for Big Ten freshman or newcomer of the year. Yep. So he's going to help them a lot in the backcourt. And then obviously Matthew Meyer, mm-hmm. that's a huge addition for them. He's a great three-point shooter. So Yeah, they added a big note, too. They added Terrence Shannon, too, to that backcourt. That's right, Terrence Texas Shannon, Tech. him, too. So, I mean, they're bringing in a lot of transfers. Yep. We talked about it last year. I mean, these transfer teams, they they can either be really good or yeah. it's going to be hard for them to put it together. It, it's going to take t- – I think Illinois is the one that's going to take the most amount of time to, yeah. to gel, obviously, mm-hmm. the transfers. So. Yeah. But it's it's going to be fun to see because I think this is the most the Big Ten's been wide open. Yeah. Wise in yeah. a long no, time. No, it is wide so. open. There's no clear favorite. I think it sucks because I don't think that we're going to have any – it, I don't think we're going to be competitive no. in the tournament no. at all again. That's no. just another year that we're not going to win a title. But nope. it, it's uh, we're going to beat the shit out of each other all season long. Which I know is great. that. So, really, really, it really works well for us in the NCAA tournament. So. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> Excuse me. Anything else on the big time park or no? No, I mean that's pretty much it. I I I don't really have like a sleeper team. I guess mine would probably be Maryland. I know they brought in three three really good transfers, um, big guys that into their program. Mm -hmm. um, they were they I think it's they got a new head coach, first year head coach there. Yeah. Um, and I know their problem last year was um, not getting enough turnovers, and they didn't defend on the glass well. Mm -hmm. So I think as long as they clean that up, I think they're going to be a, a solid team, a better team than they were last year. Um, but I mean, other than that, I mean Minnesota with battle out right now, they're going to not going to be too great. So. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I think it's pretty clear cut. Like, there's a pretty big difference, a big fall off once you get to Minnesota, Maryland, yeah. or the other rest of the league. I don't see Iowa doing anything. Iowa's just going to be Iowa. It's the same as the, their football program. Yeah. Even if they make some noise in the regular season, they're going to be a one and done in the tournament. I mean, they got they got the brother, you know, uh, Chris, Chris Murray, Murray yep. and that's really about it for them. So, and then Ohio State. I honestly, I, I couldn't tell you who's on that team anymore. I mean, they uh, lost. That's exactly what I was. They looking they on. lost. I mean, because I mean, they lost. They lost their their weak guard, the freshman mm -hmm. Malachi Brown. Yeah, Malachi. So and then they lost. Yeah, then they lost. Obviously, um, I'm forgetting his name too now. They're forward. They're power forward. EJ Liddell too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I can't even tell you who's on their team. So. Yeah, they're bringing back Justice Suing, who didn't play at all last year. Oh, that's a, right. Who's a decent player. Good player. Um, yep. they've got Big Zed Key down low, who's going to be a bit of yep. a factor. But I mean, we've talked about this before too. In the Big Ten, you got to have a good guard to go win games on the road. Yep. And and a lot of these teams towards the bottom, Ohio State, they like they don't have any. They don't have the best no. guards, so it's it's going to be tough. Big Ten, like you said, is wide open. I think it's going to be interesting, but I mean, my pick is going to be Indiana at plus two ninety. Um, I, I like the odds at almost okay. three to one. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the shock here. I'm, what what are the odds for Illinois? Plus four seven. I'm going with Illinois. I like I, it. I think in the end, I think they're gonna gel. I think they're gonna come out and win the Big Ten this year. So <clears throat> I like it. Okay, so that does it for the Big Ten. Moving on to one of the better conferences in college basketball again, the Big Twelve. Now, my pick. I, this conference. I, I've gone chalk. I've I've gone chalk these these past three. I'm, I'm taking the favorite, and I'm going to take the favorite again here. Plus two hundred. I think it's great value. It's Baylor. I'm taking Baylor at plus two hundred. Kansas. They're the second favorite at plus two fifty. Obviously, they're coming off the national title. Yep. They lost some guys, which is very important to note. But they're still going to be good. I, I just love Baylor. We watched them today. Uh, they they played the early game today at noon, and, I mean, they won by, like, 60 They something. killed them. And I mean, they absolutely killed them. Baylor looks really good. I mean, when you look at Kansas, they're bringing in freshman Grady Dick, which, you know, he, he's going to be a good player. Uh, Dewan Harris is coming back. But outside of – Oh, Jalen Wilson, Wilson's too. coming That's back. Big, yeah, yeah Jalen Wilson's coming back. K.J. Adams, too, gave him some good playing time down the stretch. But – I just hate Bill Self. Uh, I mean, good for them that they won last year, but I don't know. With a, with a young team like that against this experienced Baylor team, and I loved Baylor last year. They just could not stay healthy, which was a shame. But I love Baylor so much. I really think that they could run away with this conference. Texas Tech isn't as strong this year either. I mean, Baylor, like like I just said, Guards are going to win games in college basketball, and they've got probably the best duo of guards and Cryer and Flag Flagler back. Yep, yep. And then they add Keontae George, five star, who's who can really score. Yep. And Baylor's always going to play hard defense up top. When you've got a three headed monster of guards like that, it's going to be good. And then they've got experience down low as well with uh, Flo Thamba. Yep. And then when Chamo Chachua comes back off that injury, they're, they're going to be good. So. I really like Baylor at plus two, two to one. I think is good value for them here. I agree. I think it's gonna it's gonna be either them or Kansas this year. Um, yeah. I fucking hate Bill Self. Yeah. My passion, mm -hmm. and I'm happy he got suspended the first four games. Wishing it was the entire season, but that'll never happen. Um, yeah, I like Baylor too. Give me Baylor here. I think they're gonna. I think like I think it's kind of the same thing for me. as like I said about Illinois is they're kind of like a. I, I experienced team but at the same time not with Keontae George coming in mm -hmm. as well as um their big that's still hurt right now that's gonna come back. I yeah. can't pronounce his name, but <laughs> um 
I, I think they're, once once those two kind of come back and they kind of gel together and they get more experience back on the floor, I agree. I think they're just they're too experienced in the backcourt. They I mean they they throw up so many threes yeah. and they can shoot that thing. And you know Flagler's solid. He, you know he can flash in and out. Yeah. He's really solid going to the bucket too. Fulham was a great defender. Gets a lot of boards, so I like them too. I don't really see. Yeah, I think Kansas takes obviously a little bit step back from their national championship team last year. Um, I think a team that you know that's really interesting is TCU. Um, return all five starters from last year. A team that yep. almost, almost sh- should have beat Arizona in the round of 32 to go to the Sweet 16. Yeah. Um, all you know, all five players. Um, Mike Miles Jr. is an absolute baller force in the paint. Yeah. I mean, he's like. I think he's like 280, 285, and like 6'8". But, man, that guy, you do not want to mess with that guy in the paint. He gets so many boards, it's unreal. I mean, they, they got a great coach, too. They're, I think they're a sleeper team this year. And then I think another team might want to go f- look out for is Texas. Um, yeah. They got they bring back Marcus Carr and Timmy Allen. That was going to be my question because Texas yeah. is the third favorite, yeah. too. They got that. And then they got the Iowa State transfer, Tyrese Hunter, who played pretty well last year for Iowa State. So, they're, they're a team that can make some noise, and then they got a 2023 potential lottery pick, Dylan Mitchell, mm-hmm. that they're bringing in too. So a lot of talent there. It's just, it, I, I, but I think personally, it's probably going to be Baylor versus Kansas the yeah. entire year. So yeah, uh, Texas. I, I was really high on Texas last year. Texas was one of those trans, one of those teams with a ton of transfers. Yep. And it was like, okay, if they can put this together, they can be really good. They just never put it together. Never did. Marcus Carr coming back is big. Timmy Allen is a good player too. I mean, they're they're gonna win some games at home, you know, down the stretch. They're they're gonna be in it, but I think it's Baylor and Kansas clearly. Yeah. And I think this is probably the deep the deepest conference out of the Power Five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got, I mean, obviously Kansas, Baylor. Then you got te- Texas. Texas Tech is not gonna be as good, but mm-hmm. still good to make the tournament. Yeah, they're oh, good yeah. defensively. TCU, and then I think a other team that could probably make some noise is Oklahoma State. They do bring in some pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, freshmen coming in. They got a pretty good class coming in. They got a, their coach recruits pretty well. Mm-hmm. And even though they had a step down last year without Cade and um, another big guy, we're missing his name. They're a team that could probably make some noise and make the tournament. I mean, it could be a sleeper team. So, but I agree. I think they're probably the deepest conference out of all. So. Yeah, Oklahoma State. I'm. They're bringing back three seniors: Avery yeah. Anderson. Avery Anderson yeah. is he? Avery Anderson the third. Yeah, I love him, man. Yeah. He's a he's a sweet guard. He's shifty. Yeah. So. The Big 12 is deep. They, I mean, they. this is the difference between the Big 10 and the Big 12. The Big 10, they kick the shit out of each other all year, and then they never do anything in the tournament. The Big 12 also does that, but when the Big 12 goes and plays somewhere else, neutral or against, somewhere, against someone else, they win. They do. That's the difference. They really and we do. don't. And I, I, I don't know why. I couldn't tell you why, but the Big 12, yeah. great conference. Moving on. Um, to another debatably deep conference, a conference with some question marks, people leaving, people moving around. Um, and then you got kind of not a clear favorite, but a team that's getting a lot of buzz this year. We're going to go to the big East Parker Creighton are the favorites at plus plus one seventy. Creighton's got a ton of buzz. I mean, they're, they were really, really young this year. They or last year, I should say. They won some games. I, I think they're going to be frisky. I mean, you're bring yeah. you're bringing in, um, you're bringing back. I should say uh, the little Nemhard, Ryan Nemhard. Yeah, Ryan Nemhard, he's pretty good. You've got good bigs. You've got Colt Brenner, who's seven one. I mean, they've got a big. They've got good guards, and then they've got good wings too. Creighton's got a lot of buzz. I I don't know if I'm bought all the way into them yet. It's going to be interesting when you go down the list here, looking at like Villanova's mm-hmm. plus two thirty, and then it's a kind of a big drop off with UConn at plus four seventy. But Villanova, obviously, a lot of question marks. Jay Wright gone, which was a big surprise, but he went out the right way. No retirement tour, no last game, no any of this. Went out the right way with a really really good team. Now he comes back. You got the little Archie Diacono still there. Caleb Daniels, Eric Dixon coming back. Justin Moore who got hurt. Yeah, I mean, Vill- big for them. Villanova is a really good team. They're always going to be a really good team. They're always going to be a really good team, and they're always going to be really well coached, regardless of Jay Wright's there or not. Um, you know, it was really shocking he stepped down, um, and now for their head coach now, I mean, it's just going to be you know making sure they continue the good coaching because 
I mean, like you said, like you said Justin Moore not, not having him the first month and a half is going to be kind of crucial. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be take a little bit for them to kind of gel. Um, one guy that I like that's coming in is a potential lottery pick, Cam Whitmore, mm-hmm. um, who a lot, a lot of people are, are saying he's the newcomer of the year in the Big East. So he's going to be – Put in right away now that, you know, Justin Moore's going to be hurt. So. Yeah, and he, he's, I mean, like you said, he's got that NBA frame. He's like 6'7". Yeah. You know, he's, yeah. He can handle the ball. Yeah. He can shoot. Yeah, so, I, you know, I, I think this is this is another interesting conference to me because this is not this is also not, not, not like a typical Villanova team that's yeah. going to dominate mm-hmm. um, and then, like, have, a, you know, a solid run in the tournament. I, I don't know. I, with Creighton, I just – I'm not buying into him. I'm not bought either. in I mean, yet either. I'm not I don't know what either. it is, but – like they were young last year and they were frisky, but I think they're still too young. They do add a, the transfer from South Dakota, Baylor Shireman, who's a really good shooter. But I mean, I don't know. I just I don't I, I'm not sold on them for some reason. I don't know what it is. Um, and they lose. I I I'm not sure off I, the top of my head if it was their leading scorer, but that big. Yep, I know exactly mm-hmm. what you're talking about. They lose him yep. too, which is big. It, I don't know. I I think I'm gonna take Villanova here at. At plus two thirty, I think the value is really good. I think you know later in the year, if they can win some games early, they'll be okay. Um, but later in the year, when they get those guys back, I think it's it's going to be hard to beat them. And Parker, really yeah. quick side note: Michigan State plays Villanova. They do in a couple weeks. They do. How do you think that's going to go? Um, you know, because they don't have a big. No, they don't. So we we that's probably going to be the game where we could most likely win in November, and I still think we're going to lose um, because I think they're the more experienced team. And At it, home, though, I, prime Theo, time, Theo, Ron I, Parker. I just don't see it, man. <laughs> Villanova, just, they, they win these types of games, I know, they though. do, they do. So win. it's like – They do win those games. I don't know, and, and I, for, I, for as long as I can remember, I think we, we lose these kind of games too at home, mm-hmm. like these big – like, for instance, North Carolina 10 years ago, they kicked our ass. Mm-hmm. You got Duke three years ago, kicked our ass. That was horrible. Home. I mean, it's like just stuff like that. I mean, so I don't know. I, I think they could probably win that game. Um, so, but, I mean, I again, who knows without Justin Moore, that's a big loss. So, mm-hmm. But I think it will be a close game, though, definitely. Yeah. So it, The Big East is going to be really interesting. I mean, you got teams that were big in the Big East last year. Providence. Providence yep. You know, they're plus – 3,800 this year to win it. I mean, yeah. they lose a ton of guys. They lose, they lose every single starter from yeah. last year. So, I I mean, you got you got to say you got to write them off. Yeah. But maybe they can make a push for middle to maybe top tier of the conference mm-hmm. at the end. But I could I could just see them being middle of the conference this year. I, I mean, know. And, and the Big East last year was really, really good. This year, yeah. not so much. Yeah, no. So. I Seton Hall, they got the, their new head coach. Mm-hmm. From uh from the 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 dream team last year the Cinderella from uh from what was this Cinderella team last year I'm blanking on their name Saint Peter's. Saint Peter's yeah their coach mm-hmm. um he's going back to his alma mater Sheen Howie that's right at Seton Hall so they're they're obviously going to be in a rebuild um I think a team a team to watch is UConn yeah um they probably got the best one of the best if not the best player in the conference mm-hmm. seven foot one. Um, and Adama Sonogo. Yeah. Um, he's he's gonna be pretty good. He's a dominant force down low in the paint defensively, and I think he's gonna be improved offensively this year as long as he doesn't get hurt. Um, you know, I also you know the, the Hurley brothers. You know, I love them coaching too. Hurley. Yeah. Um, he's always you know gonna light a fire up their his players' asses. So, mm-hmm. UConn's like a potential team to watch. Um, but I I really th- this one I have no idea who's gonna win this conference, man. I really don't. I I just don't know. Looking at this, I guess if you the safe bet is obviously Villanova. Yeah. But I mean, who There's just a lot of question marks all over. Is Creighton going to be able to put it together even though they're a little bit younger? Right. Is Villanova going to be okay without Jay Wright? What's going to happen there? Is UConn going to be able to rely on their big and after losing their two guards? Yeah, the, like, RJ Cole was a yeah. huge huge three-pointer for them, yeah. so. I know. It there's a lot of question marks in the Big East, but I, I, I love Big East basketball. It, it's fun to watch, yeah. and I'm looking right now, and I think the one team that's getting way too overhyped is Xavier. Yeah, um, I don't. They 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 had a they had a great start of the season last year and completely fell off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. They fired their head coach because of that. Their first year head coach, mm-hmm. so they have another head coach coming in, and I think they lose their best player, their big from last year. So I don't know what what people are seeing in them finishing third in the conference. I don't see it, um, but yeah, I just other than. Creighton, Villanova, UConn, 
I don't really see anyone else. Maybe St. John's, mm-hmm. but I mean that's about it. So yeah, I I, I think Villanova is, is a good bet at at plus two thirty. Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna roll with for the Big East. Moving down the list now, um, a conference that's always weird. I mean, really always weird. The Pac-12. Yeah. And this one is especially yeah. weird because guys have moved all around. Yep. Guys have left. Guys are coming back. Guys have transferred. There's a tie at the top uh, for the UCLA two UCLA and Arizona. Yeah. Yep. That's- Plus 185 for UCLA and Arizona to win the conference. UCLA, I read them like a book. I said it last year in the the college basketball preview um, with Peter. Shout out to Peter. Um, I said it last year. UCLA wasn't going to be as good. They had kind of a fluke run. Drew Zhang is a great player. Hawkes is a great player. Tiger Campbell's good. But they weren't going to be able to put that together again. And we saw it last year. They did win some games. You know, they won some big games at home. But they, they just weren't the same. And they couldn't stay healthy either, which was a big factor. I just don't believe in UCLA. I mean, you do return Tiger Campbell, who's probably going to be one of the better point guards in the country yep. just based on experience. Hawkes is coming back as well. Can he stay healthy? That's going to be the big question. I mean, he's going to be a good player if he can. But then you got Arizona on the other side, and they're bringing back Balo, big Balo down yep, low. They're yep. bringing back Kirk Creesa up top. I mean, Arizona's a really – they're bringing back Tubelis too. I mean, Arizona's a good team, and they bring guys in from everywhere. All over the world, Arizona does. Yep, they they got the uh, they got the two bigs down low, like you said, mm. um, Umar Balo. Um and then you got obviously Kirk Creesa, who's a really, really good three point shooter. Yeah. Um, Arizona's just a solid team. And they also have a transfer, Courtney Ramey um, from yeah. Texas, who yeah. was a solid player last year, who was a transfer to Texas. So th- th- they're going to be stacked again. Um, I love what their first year I coached it last year with them. They're going to be pretty good again this year. Like you said with UCLA, I mean, I liked them a lot last year, and I, you know, I had I hopes them re- repeating going to the Final Four, but they just never put it together once last season. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Hawkes is coming back; that's big for them. He's really good down low with his fadeaways, but like you said, is he going to be healthy again? Can he stay healthy? Who knows? I don't think he will. I think he's going to get injured again. Tiger Campbell's pretty solid. He's pretty quick and shifty. Yeah. And then I think the biggest key for them is their their five star coming in Amari Bailey, who yeah. we, everyone's known and everyone knows in the country. Came out of California, played with, played at Sierra Canyon with Bronny James. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to have to be the X factor for them if they want to. They want to make you know have aspirations of winning the Pac-12 and going far. He's a solid, solid, shifty player. You know, on the wing. And I, I mean, I think if they want to win and they, they want to, you know, beat Arizona in the in the regular season and win the Pac-12, I think he's going to have to be good. And I think too, they have a pretty good big coming back too, or a transfer UCLA, if I'm not mistaken. Um, a, t- a really tall guy. I think his name is. Uh, oh no, a- Adam Bona. He's a center. He's a six eleven center coming in too. He's a top twenty recruit with Amari Bailey. So look out for him as well. But like I said, I think Arizona is going to probably win this conference. Um, if I didn't make a bet, but. I think you agree with me on this one, Theo. The Pac-12 always underdelivers in always. the NCAA tournament. Always. That's what they I just. Do. It doesn't matter who wins that conference; they're never going to do anything in the in the mm. in the NCAA tournament. And I just don't have any faith in Arizona or UCLA. So no. that's the problem. Yeah, I, I'm going to take Arizona too at plus 185. I, I just think, especially, you know, UCLA's got the experience with Tiger Campbell, but I mean, Arizona's got Kirk Creesa who I love a lot. And then, you know, they're bringing in Ramey, who's an experienced guard as well. That's going to be big. Yep. And then really the thing that sets them apart is the bigs. You know, when you got those two bigs down low with Tubelis, who's really skilled, he's really good. And Balo, I, I just think that's going to be the difference down the stretch. Yeah, I, so I, I'm going to roll with Arizona. It, it's really those two at the top, and then the third favorite is Oregon, plus 550. So. Yeah, and you know, I don't. I'm just looking at the rest of this conference, and like, I guess you could say Oregon. Um, they got a veteran, Will Richards, Will Richardson, and they got an All American coming in, Kel Ware. But I just don't know. I mean, they, Oregon's time's been up for a little while. USC is kind of the same thing every year. I mean, they got that Peterson kid who had a solid end of the year last year, mm-hmm. but I don't really see him doing anything too, you know, too specific. 
Um, other than that, there's really nothing else in the Pac-12. Stanford's just okay. Yeah. Washington's just okay. I don't really see any other team, you know, other than Arizona versus UCLA in that conference. So. Yeah. So, that's it for the Pac-12. Last conference I want to get into, Parker, one of the better conferences in college basketball the last few years. It's kind of unfair that they're all good at basketball now, too. Yep. But the SEC. For this one. So, the SEC is very interesting because – you got a lot of teams who have a lot of talent. And when you look at the odds, Kentucky is really the runaway favorite at plus 180. Second favorite is Tennessee at plus 330. Third favorite, a team that I know you know a lot oh, about, yeah. Arkansas yep. at plus 350. The must bus. I love Arkansas. Uh, it's really interesting. What do you think of those odds, Parker? I mean, Kentucky brings back Shebway. And Severe Wheeler, which is big, yeah. and Jacob Toppin. Yep. You know, they're bringing back three starters, but they lose Ty Ty Washington. Yeah, like, that's big. They're, they're losing guys. And and I know that Kentucky, they always have the hype at the beginning of the year. This year, maybe rightfully so, bringing back Shebway. But uh, I don't know, Arkansas Arkansas can be really good down the stretch. <laughs> And so can Tennessee. I'll, I'll talk more about Arkansas when we get to our national favorites because I really like them a lot. Um, I've been a big Arkansas fan the last couple of years. I really like what Musselman's doing as a head coach. Um, but going into Kentucky, you know, Toshiwe obviously returning, that was an, totally unexpected for them. Um, it just shows you how, you know, how much the uh, big man position is just shrinking and shrinking the yeah. NBA, especially the, how he, the, the way he and the type of how he plays. Um, and then obviously you said Severe Wheeler and Jake, Jacob Toppin coming back is huge for them. So they yeah. have veteran leadership, which is – not really heard of at Kentucky, so right. big for them. They got top recruits coming in, Chris Livingston and, and Carson Wallace. Mm -hmm. And then another key transfer who I think people are going to probably sort of realize that he's a pretty big addition to this team is C.J. Frederick from Iowa. Had a solid season last year. He's a, mm -hmm. he's a pretty good solid four guy, and I think he could probably put it together and, and maybe have a you know score a, have a pretty good uh, couple games with them that could probably win him a couple games. Mm -hmm. So we'll see about a Kentucky. I don't I don't know I. I think it just really. I think they're going to be kind of pissed off after how they ended the season last year, losing to St. Peter's in the first round, which no one expected. I mean, Coach Cal. I mean, I, I think he's going to have the guys ready to play, and they're going to be angry because of this. So I would expect to see Kentucky win the SEC, but for me, I, I got to go with my team, Arkansas. I can't believe they're not even the second favorites. I I can't believe that. That that they're third. It's surprising. It, it is. It really is surprising that they're not getting the nod at second over uh, over Tennessee. But man, I lo I love this team a lot. I mean, they got three top fifteen players coming in. Yeah. Three of them. You got Nick Smith Jr., who's gonna probably gonna be the best player, could be the best player in the conference at the end of the season. A really elite guard. And then you got Jordan Walsh, the big guy. Um, he's like six eleven, lanky. Uh, he's really athletic around the rim. He has a lot of dunks. Anthony Black, too. You got three solid guys coming in. And then you got a couple transfers, too. Rick Council, the four from Wichita State. Trevin Brazel from Missouri. Both highly talented and highly uh, skilled and athletic. I don't know. They got, they got a really good mix of veteran players coming in, but also a lot of young guys. I mean, really talented guys. And I think, I think that this team is just going to – I think they're going to win the SEC, and I think they're going to – I think they're going to win a lot of games this year because they have a really good coaching staff in Muslim, yeah. and he knows how to win games. It's shown so far. So yeah, I like Arkansas. Give me the give me Arkansas I to like win the that. SEC. Arkansas at plus three fifty. Yep. Yeah, plus three fifty. I mean, the second favorite talking about Tennessee because I I kind of like Tennessee, um, but I agree Arkansas down the stretch, especially if they get stuff going. I oh mean, my god, they're going to be scary. Um, Tennessee plus three thirty. I mean, they're bringing back. Vescovy, who's really, really good. Great I mean, three-point yeah, shooter. A really yeah, good great guard. Great three-point shooter. Zakai Ziegler is I, one of the quickest yeah. one of the quickest guards I've ever seen in my life. And then, you know, they're bringing back um, their big Plav, Plavsic uh, down low, 7-1. I mean, he's a monster. He's just a monster. Yeah, he's an absolute monster. Tennessee's going to be good, but, I mean, they, they got to put some things together again. It's going to be interesting for them. I just think that Arkansas is going to be too talented down the stretch. And then Kentucky's got surprisingly has got that experience over them too. So. Tennessee's probably got the the most experience out of the, all the SEC teams. Obviously, you said they got um, they got Viscovi coming back. Mm -hmm. He's just an elite three point shooter. Yeah. Ziegler is just super quick. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, and then and then they obviously they, you know they got a couple they got a transfer Indiana State transfer Tyree Key probably their best player on that team last year, and then they got their big so Rick Barnes is always he's always going to have a good team in Tennessee yeah. but I think the problem with them is I think they're going to compete and they they're going to compete um, pretty hard for that SEC regular season championship but kind of like the Pac-12 Tennessee always underperforms in the in the NCAA tournament yeah. as you saw last year against Michigan so I'm not expecting too much out of them past the SEC championship. Um, but yeah, they're they're definitely gonna have a pretty good season. I think a team that is a sleeper that you can never really count out as, as soon as their coach got there is Nate Oates in Alabama, because he's he's in a fantastic coach there. He's been getting recruits ever since he got there. Hopefully, future Michigan State. Coach. I I pray to God no Drew Valentine. Um, you know Javon Quinley is coming back. Namari Burnett's um, you know starting to come back. He got hurt last year, um, and they got an elite freshman Brandon Miller coming up. Um, so they're they're gonna be another talented team, but like you said, I just I can't see Arkansas blowing this SEC championship. I just like the I like them so much. They got too much talent across the, the four backcourt and frontcourt. I think the biggest thing for them is can the guards, their two top fifteen guards, can they shoot the ball well? Because we know they're gonna get to the bucket whenever they want to. I think it's just gonna be can this young team gel over the season. Can they defend well too, and can they shoot the three? And I think they're going to do all three things. So yeah, Parker, honestly, at the I think plus three fifty is great value, and I'm going to roll with you and take Arkansas because yeah. I I yeah. mean Kentucky at plus one eighty they're going to be really really good, but I think the value for Arkansas at plus three fifty is great, and and I agree, Arkansas is one of those teams that. If they figure it out, they are going to be dangerous. Yeah. I mean, they can really make a run. So, and I and I think too before before we go on, I think with Kentucky is, you know, obviously they bring back Severe and, and Jacob, but those were guys that didn't really produce consistently last year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're veterans, but they're going to have to con- consistently produce this year and be more heavily relied on, and that's kind of that's going to be big for them, especially early. Is if they don't perform well then that's going to be a big learning curve for Coach Cal Perry, and he's going to have to rely more on those freshmen that he probably doesn't want to start right away. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to be something to watch. So is can they perform consistently? If they can, then they can easily be neck and neck with Arkansas to win it all. Yep, yep. Really going to be interesting. Um, that's going to do it for the main conferences, for conference winners. Parker, did you have any other ones that you wanted to go over? I do have a parlay for everybody. Okay, Um I you know there's a conference that I mean really I think we're all we know who's gonna win that the American Houston, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but Cougs. I th- right the Cougs um, I think a team that's interesting to look at that though is obviously we got to look at Memphis mm-hmm. and Penny Hardaway they still got some talent there um, unproven talent um, yeah. as usual but um, with the way he's coached and the way that that team has responded um, since that whole fiasco at the start of the season with the Monty Bates um, and Durham. You know, I think that they could be a team to potentially look out for, but I think we all know that Marcus Sasser and that team is just going to run away with that conference. Yep. I mean, no doubt about it. So yep. Houston could be a team that could make another run, the deep run this year, like they did two years ago. So, oh yeah, um, I love Houston. Obviously, I, I mean, the people who have followed followed us closely the last year, they're they're probably my favorite team in college basketball outside of the Spartans. I love Sheets that good team. Too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, they got Sasser, they got Shed, they got Tremont Mark coming back. Um, I mean, they're they're returning their score and they're getting guys back. They lose bigs, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. They don't have an actual, like they don't have a, a post up big that's over six eight. But I mean, we saw it last year. Houston is just gonna run and run and run and defend the ball up top. And it's going to be really hard to beat them. I, I love Houston. This I, year. I agree. I agree. I gave it out uh, for the record two days after the tournament last year. I gave it out Houston to win the national championship this year. Going into our national championship talk really quick. Um, I gave it out last year plus 2,000. I, I got it at. And they're plus 800 now wow. to win. So I gave that out two days after the tournament. I love this team. Marcus Sasser's coming back. It's big for them. They're going to make some noise. I love Houston. And they're always good in the tournament. They, Yep. They, well, recently they've been really good. Mm. They've, they, they've lived up their hype. Yeah. Two years ago they made, they made the Final Four. And, uh, you know, I, I, I agree. I think a healthy team this year because mm. Sasser was hurt a little bit last year. Yeah. I think I, it's a no-brainer. They're going to easily win their conference. They're probably going to get to like a two-seed, three-seed in my mind. 
maybe even a one seed if they just run yeah. their conference. And I could see them making a deep run again this year. But yeah. I totally forgot. I totally forgot. A team, a super, super sleeper team. UAB, look yeah, out for Jelly UAB. Walker. Jelly Walker is unbelievable. Second leading scorer in the Division One last year. He was un- he was so much fun to watch. I don't know if he- you know if you were watching basketball closely, but he was tearing it up the last two weeks before going to the tournament. Yeah. He was putting up like thirty five points a game, unreal score. Um, I they were they do return a couple other pieces too on that team. So I I they are coming in the American. It's a new first season for them. No, they're it- still they're still in the Missouri Valley. Are they? they- are. You sure? Or they're in Conference USA. Oh, that's my year. bad. Okay, never mind. So the next year is they go to the yeah. American, mm-hmm. but so but I I love that. That that's a good pick. They're plus one fifty to win that. I I think it's an absolute lock. Lock UEB in. They're gonna be a great team, a fun team to watch. Um and like you said, Jay Walker's fun to watch. So mm-hmm. look at them. They can maybe make a little bit of noise in the tournament. They had a chance last year and they should have they should have won, yeah. but they lost barely. I did. They could probably win a couple games if they stay healthy. But. Jelly Walker's one of those guys that, like, if you get him on the big stage, he's he kind of. I mean, not game wise, but he reminds me of like a guy like John Morant. You know, plays in oh, a really yeah. small school. Oh yeah. But he's gonna show out when he gets on that stage. He and he. I think he's gonna show out and like like you said, he's a guy that you get going. He just is automatic yeah. and mm-hmm. he'll win you a game. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, look out for UAB too. Yeah. Um, so I have the conference winners parlay. Um, this is what we're going to roll with here. Um, all teams that we talked about outside of Drake, Drake's my first team, Missouri Valley conference. They're the heavy favorite yep. at plus a yep. hundred. Returning a lot. Yeah. Returning a lot. They've got a lot of experience. I mean, the next favorite is Southern Illinois at plus 500 to win the conference. Yeah. So, again, I don't know who, I don't know anyone on that team, yeah. so I can't comment on even, that. Even money for Drake. Um, I like that value for the parlay. Then we get, so Drake's our first leg. This is five legs. Drake's our first leg. Second leg is North Carolina to win the ACC. We talked yep. about that. Yep. Returning everybody, adding Pete Nance. They're going to be really good. Houston is in there. They're going to run away with it, I think. Absolutely. Minus 370, I think, is great value. For that, that's their minus three seventy. Yeah, I wish I had. I wish I had like wow. a lot of money. I'd, I'd bet. I'd bet a considerable amount wow. of money on that. Um, and then you got Dayton at plus one sixty to win the A ten. I mean, I mean, we talked about Dayton already. They're going to be a really good team um, if they stay healthy. I like the value at plus one sixty. That's really a, a big, big value play. And then my last leg, the Mountain West. Which we did not talk about. No. San Diego State is yes. a huge, huge favorite, and they've got some players. Two huge transfers coming to them. One of yeah. them is one of the best defensive players in the country, too. Mm-hmm. So look out for them this year as well. Yeah. I, I like them at minus 140 to win the conference. It, it's They're just going to be a good team. They're going to be a good team. Micah Parrish. Yep. Solid player. Oakland transfer. Solid good, player, good man. Good player. Yep. I mean – they, Almost went to Michigan State, folks. I wish mm-hmm. he did. San Diego State's going to be good. They're going to make some noise, and the rest of their conference is garbage. I, I mean, think another team, before, right real quick before we go, is Wyoming. Look out for Wyoming. They bring back their big man, Ike, yeah. and their uh, their guard, too. The best, if not one of the best, the best one-two guard and big combo. They could all both combine for 38 points per game. Um, in uh, in their, their last year for that team, Wyoming, who just squeaked into the tournament. But I think they're a team that could probably – are they in the Mountain West? Yes, they're second. They're plus 600. Okay, so I so they're, I think it's going to be not, uh, you know button heads with them in San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Two really good teams right there who I think both are going to make the tournament. So yeah. wh- whoever doesn't win is going to be an at-large bid, not just a number 12 seed. Yeah, no, so. E.K. and Maldonado are, e- are E.K. Really is good. a really, really good player. So. Yeah. Um, but – that's the five teams in that parlay. San Diego State, Drake, North Carolina, Dayton, and Houston. Okay, I like Plus it. Plus 25.60. I like that a lot. So 10 bucks wins you 250 bucks. That's, I mean, I, come on. Like, how yeah. can you not bet on that, yeah, folks? Yeah, that, that's, that's my, I mean, conference winner parlays are, are just the best, a ton of value. So that's my conference winner parlay. Um, before we go, though, Parker, I want um, one – one national champion that I think that you think everyone might agree with, and then one little sleeper. Okay. Well, I think I'll, I'll probably I'll give you a final four here, and then I'll go to a, a national okay. champion. So I'll, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with North Carolina. I think I think they just 
the four guys they bring back, and then they bring in Pete Nance, and then they bring in another really good freshman. I think they're just too talented. I mean, they and when you saw in that when they were on in that tournament, um, they just absolutely killed the Cinderella by twenty points. Yeah. They they almost essentially killed Duke in the Final Four. Yeah. I mean, they and and then when they were healthy against Kansas in the national championship, they were neck and neck. They could have won that game. So. Yeah. Bannikot just a two buddy give a force down low. I think they make it. And I think that's a, a pick that everyone agrees with. North Carolina probably could win it all. Mm-hmm. Ban you know, you know, ba- Bannicott, you got Kale Bluff, who's just when he's hot, he's hot. RJ Davis is shifty, and then Leaky Black's their best defender. So mm-hmm. Pete uh Pete Nance coming there there will definitely help them out yeah. too. Um I got I like them. I like Arkansas making the final four too. Um gimme give, give Baylor out of the uh the uh the Big Twelve. And then, honestly, that fourth spot, it's only up for grabs. I don't really have a team right now for them, for that fourth spot. It could really go. It could be Houston. Um, you know, it could be Gonzaga. We really haven't talked about a lot. Um, you know, it could be a lot of different teams. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll see what happens there. But I think it's – I'll give you the team that really no one really might not agree with is I'm going to give it to you, Arkansas. I think I think this is the year Arkansas can put it together and win because there's really not a, a, like a team outside of North Carolina that's got established players mm-hmm. like there was last year, where there's a team that is so talented like they are they could just win it all. It's like a it's almost like a Zion level team where they just got so much talent. Yeah, they really could win it all, and I could see Musselman finally break it through and making his first Final Four and winning it all this year. So that'd be sweet. And I- that's gonna be my pick as Arkansas national championship. So that's at. Just so we get the odds right, plus two thousand, twenty to one. I love for that. Arkansas I absolutely love that to win so, it. I should say. Yep. Looking at the final four, Arkansas. I I think you'll find this interesting, Parker. Arkansas has worse odds than UCLA to make the final. four. I see, and this is this is why Vegas, Arkansas plus three ninety to make the final four. Vegas just I I get I I just don't get what they do about this because everyone knows that the Pac twelve just doesn't perform. I know UCLA had that one magical run two years ago, and I mean that was magical during COVID too. So I mean take whatever you want with that, but I mean other than that they've had Oregon go. A couple times, but I mean, really, come on. I, I, I they, it's the Pac-12 every year. They don't perform, so that, I think that's pretty funny. But I, and what other teams are ahead of them? Um, I, I mean, it's, I, I think these odds are kind of crazy at the top. Houston and Gonzaga are only plus two hundred to make the Final Four. Wow. Um, North Carolina plus two thirty, and then Kentucky is the fourth favorite at plus two seventy. Okay. Wow, so Houston and Gonzaga are plus two hundred to make. They're the, final the favorites four. for the final four. Yeah, wow. Which, which is those? I mean, it's the tournament. Anything can happen. Those odds okay. are are crazy. Um, national champion picks. Like I said, I gave this out two days after the tournament last year. I'm taking Houston as my big favorite. I have them at twenty to one plus two thousand. I told everybody to take it. Hopefully, you listen. If not. Um, they're at plus 850 right now. They are tied as the favorites to win the national championship. Plus 850, they're tied with Gonzaga at the top. Gonzaga we didn't really touch on. No, but, but we, we, we kind of already know what they've got. Yeah. So, And we'll, we'll see them kick the crap out of Michigan State Friday. Mm-hmm. And they, They've got a pretty – I think a game that everyone's got to tune into is a week and a half from now, Gonzaga-Kentucky. Keep yeah. your eyes on that game. That's going to really show what both teams are about early in the season. So Yeah. Uh, I mean, it that Gonzaga is going to be really interesting because you got Timmy, obviously, who's the Wooden Award favorite. Yep. Strother coming back, which is really, really big for them. I, I mean, it Rasir Bolton was good last year. He too. was solid at the end. Gonzaga's Gonzaga. I mean, they're going to kick the shit out of everyone. Yeah, in their the, conference, yeah, their conference so. sucks. St. Mary's is always a fucking pushover. Yeah. San Francisco is. I mean, that it's it's just it's ridiculous. That's why I'm excited for them to finally join the the you know the uh, Big Twelve and play some decent teams. So mm. it's not bloated every single year with them as like the one seed because yeah, they made the national championship two years out of the last five or six, but. I mean, come on, really. It's like it's ridiculous. They always get overhyped. It's horrible. I mean, they they lost to Arkansas last year, mm. so yeah. I mean, um, so Houston is like my favorite favorite pick. Um, like I said, I have them personally at plus two thousand. They're plus eight fifty right now. If I had to go sleeper, Parker, I agree with you. Arkansas plus two thousand, great value. I think if they can really put it together. Looking down the list a little bit further, it gets dicey. I. 
I know that we talk. I know that we said the Big Ten. We never make a run, but I think Indiana at plus four thousand yeah. if they're healthy is is a little bit is a little bit of a good shout because Trace Jackson Davis is a really good player. I mean, you're returning a lot of scoring. You're returning guards. You have experience. I they haven't done anything in the tournament no, recently no. whatsoever, but. Plus four thousand. I. It's kind of interesting that Michigan is ahead of them at plus thirty five hundred to win the title. I think we know why about that, but we'll not get into that. So. <laughs> but um, I, I, I mean, that's kind of my sleeper sleepers. Indiana at plus four thousand. But my official pick, Houston. I'm sticking with it. The Cougs all day long. I love them. And then Arkansas is a little plus two thousand like sleeper. That. Like that. Um. Gonna be an interesting year, Parker. Gonna I'm, be a really I'm, interesting year. I'm excited, I think. Man. I think it's. I think this year is going to be a lot a lot different than last year. I think we saw a lot of guys leave, not a lot of returning guys. Um, it, it's going to be really interesting. A lot so. of people moving around, too, and I think it's going to be a lot of – it's going to be a year where there's the Blue Bloods are, you know, I feel like there's potential for upsets there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, going to be a really good year. Um, that's going to do it from us, though. Before we go, I just want to plug a couple things. Um we got new merch for the fall. You guys know about it already. If not, get your merch. Yeah, hoodies, jackets, beanies, sweatpants, crewnecks. I mean, everything you need for the fall to keep you warm. So click on the merch link in the link below. Check that out. Also, be sure to follow us over on Picket at Posios Picks. You'll see every single play that we take if you follow us. Turn on notifications. Every single college basketball play, every single future all those things can always be found on our picket. When you sign up on picket, use our promo code POSIOS PICKS. You get a sign-up bonus when you do so. Parker, thank you for coming on, man. Thank you, Theo. I really appreciate much, it. Much, much appreciated. Um, Going to be a good season, and hopefully Michigan State doesn't disappoint us too bad. Well, we'll hope. So, <laughs> and this is what we trust. Hopefully, right. near after, we know we can trust yeah. them. Yeah. All right, <laughs> that's it, guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.